folks, and welcome to this week's show, where we find ourselves on the streets of London in 1975, hunting down a kidnapped hood from the States alongside the Chicago Police Department's finest, one Lieutenant Jim Brannigan. The Duke is back. John Wayne is Brannigan. Knock, knock. You got no rules! A tough Chicago detective who's pounding a brand new beat. Brannigan! You're a public menace. I told you I wanted that big Irishman wasted. Police, son, follow that car. The Duke's in London. And London will never be the same. John Wayne is Brannigan. He likes to hurt people. They made some real improvements since I was last year. Thank you. He covers the city from Scotland Yard. The Home Secretary blowing his top, demanding to know what kind of a lunatic I've turned loose. To Tower Bridge. Oh, nice! Well, the view from the bridge was terrific. Seeing the sights. I can pay 25 grand to get me that view. Meeting the people. Would you like to try for England's free dental care? Or are you going to answer my question? Enjoying the nightlife. This isn't Chicago, you know, Brannigan. That's right, Commander. You can't buy a decent hamburger anyplace. I wouldn't. Unless you want to sing soprano. There were only three things wrong with the Yanks. Overpaid, oversexed, and over here. That cuts her. The Duke's in London. God save the Queen. John Wayne is Brannigan. Stunt coordinator on this picture is one of the very best the business has ever produced. Peter Braham was a big man who understood and enjoyed the science of film. He always tried to give the director the best option when it came to the camera angles and takes. What was important was the final product on screen. He worked his way to the top through hard work and determination. He'd worked with Peckinpah on Straw Dogs and now had a chance to work with one of his other heroes, John Wayne. Right from the off, the two men got along and Pete was prepared to do anything for the Duke. He doubled for him in some of the driving shots, but Frank Henson did most of the tricky stuff. Without Pete and Frank, I'm not sure this movie would have had the same impact. major set pieces in this film, but I'd like to start with a gag that wasn't performed by a stuntman. It was performed by the actor. Actor Tony Robinson, familiar to the world over as Baldrick in the Blackadder series, plays a motorcycle courier in Brannigan, and somebody had a cunning plan. Sorry, I just couldn't stop myself. 
His character collects parcels from the post office, then rides off to the King George III docks and throws the bag containing the parcels into the water. Brannigan runs up behind him and says to him, Can you swim? Yeah? Go get it. Get and pushes him into the water to retrieve the bag. He's pushed backwards from the dockside into the water, which is a fall of about 10 to 15 feet, landing heavily on his back. Tony performs this himself and does a wonderful job. Falling backwards into a box rig or an airbag allows you a certain amount of mental safety. There's still a risk, but as long as you hold your shape and land flat to break the fall, you should be fine. Landing into water is very different. It's like landing on concrete, and so many have broken bones or worse because of falls into water. Tony's falling from height, and as he mentions in his autobiography, was very familiar with the type of appalling and dreadful waste, human and otherwise, that was in the water at the time. He'd requested a vaccination against whatever may be lurking under the surface, but the producer simply told him not to worry and maybe try acting. Heartless swines, producers, aren't they? Tony did the fall and the subsequent dialogue where he may have taken a mouthful of water and was sick for quite some time afterwards, but the shot is in the film and he still remembers it as one of the nicest jobs he's ever done. Brixley said outside. Now come on. That cuts it. Set piece number one is a good old-fashioned bar brawl at the Lamb Tavern Pub in Leadenhall Market. The interior was shot at Shepperton Studios and was under the watchful eye of Peter Braham, who would not only double Wayne for a few shots, but put on a number of different jackets and take a swing at him too. The pub is a who's who of stunt performers, who included Alf Joint, who suggested to Peter, I reckon Duke should hit someone so hard they slide down the length of the bar. Peter thought it was a great idea, but said to Alf, we may not have time to get something rigged and rehearse it, Alf. Alf was adamant, don't worry, Pete, I'll sort it. Alf knew that getting lamped by John Wayne was definitely something for the CV, and if you were going to get hit, you'd make it memorable, and a throwback to his old Western days. Other great names in this bar include George Leach, Billy Horrigan, the two Terrys, Plummer and York, Roy Scammell, Frank Henson, Nosha Powell, George Cooper, Steve Emerson, Chris Webb, Del Baker, Sid Childs, Alan Chuds, Tim Condren, Peter Diamond, Les Crawford, and a partridge in a pear tree. Anyone who's anyone. Police, son, follow that car. What? Please, what, what, what car? Right-hand drive. Of course. Well... When presented with a car chase, couldn't have anyone better behind the wheel than Peter Braham. In this movie, Pete is driving the car, being chased by John Wayne. Duke is in a brand new yellow Ford Capri, which is being washed by the new owner outside the house. Incidentally, this guy is doubled in the film by stuntman Eddie Stacy. 
Peter needed someone to double Duke in the chase, and he knew who the best man was for the job. Frank Henson. Frank had a motor racing background and owned E-Type Jags. He also drives the Assassin's E-Type later on in the movie, and could make a car do just about anything. A number of high-speed shots are called for, with the two cars flying through traffic. Some of the traffic was actual everyday traffic too, but the two men and the camera car managed to get through it unscathed. The moment everyone remembers is the Tower Bridge scene, where Pete's car jumps the bridge as it's being raised, and then the Capri jumps it as the bridge is almost vertical. The Capri jump was a model, although a ramp jump was filmed and a camera placed on the street level for the landing. The issue came with Pete's jump. Filming television or film requires the cooperation of many departments and local authority. The film crew had permits to film one side of the river, but Pete's car jumped from one side to the other, and therefore didn't have the appropriate paperwork to support filming that side of the Thames. Because of this, Peter Braham was arrested by the old Bill and taken to West End Police Station and held in a cell overnight. The following morning, the duty sergeant came and let him know. You've been bailed, he said. Thank Christ for that, said Peter. Who by? Just gotten the words out of his mouth when an unmistakable voice was heard coming down the corridor. Where the hell is my man? Boomed John Wayne as he walked up to Peter's cell. Come on, Peter. Let's get the hell out of this place. that's it for this week we hope you've enjoyed it and join us again next week for more of the same until then bye for now